Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. 543 on Calgary Today. We often talk about the high costs that smoking has on the healthcare system, but what about unhealthy eating? A University of Alberta researcher looked into that specific topic. She joins us today. Jessica Liefer is researcher with the School of Public Health at the University of Alberta. Hello, Jessica. Hi, how are you? I'm well. You know what? We do talk a lot about smoking and how it costs the healthcare system so much money, but I don't think a lot of focus is placed on our own healthy or unhealthy eating habits. What were you looking at in your research? So what we found was that the cost of not meeting recommendations for eight different foods, these were foods that were considered both healthful, so foods like vegetables, fruit, nuts and seeds, whole grains, and milk, and also on the flip side, foods that are considered to be harmful, so foods that we want to limit, so foods like processed meat, red meat, and uh, sugar-sweetened beverages cost our economy $13.8 billion per year. How do you go about finding that out? Well, we we did a lot of math behind that. So uh, basically what we did was we looked at how well Canadians met uh, food recommendations and we looked at a National uh, uh, Statistics Canada survey to to do that. So we looked at how well they met recommendations and then we looked at the risk of different diseases that was associated with with different levels of of eating patterns. And then we did a lot of math behind that and and calculated the numbers there. So it's it's an estimation, um, but there's a a lot of math behind it. Okay, so you say $13.8 billion in direct and indirect costs, healthcare costs. So mm-hmm. tell me the difference then when we're talking about direct costs and indirect costs. Okay, so direct costs, and that was about $5.1 billion, and those were um, direct healthcare costs, and those are for services like hospital stays, going to the doctor, and medications. And $8.7 billion were indirect costs, and those are things... Um, associated, those are costs associated with lost productivity when people can no longer work because of their disease. So short and long-term disability would be some examples of those costs. Let's look back at that list of eight foods. So Mm -hmm. you say there was um, a handful of them. Was that about five that have actual links to decreasing your chance of chronic illness? And then the other flip side is the ones that increase your chance of those diseases? Yeah, so what we found was that not eating enough nuts and seeds and whole grains, and um, those were actually the, the top contributors to those costs at about $6.5 billion for both of them. So nearly 50% were uh, associated with those, not eating enough of those two foods. And vegetables and fruits was also, not getting enough of those was also a large uh, driver of those costs. And on the on the flip side, we found that eating too much processed meat was responsible for $1.9 billion a year in those costs. That is a tough one because I've got an audience of cattle country and ranching. So we still have um, a lot of questions about research that points to the concern of the connection between red meat and your overall health. But we're seeing more and more studies that show a direct link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we only picked food. So the eight foods that we chose in this study were all foods that had either convincing or probable evidence as being associated with chronic diseases. So diseases like cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, and cancer. So we only picked foods that had strong research evidence uh, pointing to their link to chronic diseases. Ultimately, then, it's costing us either in healthcare, and I guess when you're saying about lost productivity, it's also costing some people in lost weight. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Well, this might be one way of convincing Canadians to take a different look at their food choices. Is that what you're hoping comes out of all of this? Yeah, so we're hoping, um, we hope these estimates are useful for a few different reasons. So for um, government, public health professionals, we're hoping that they might be interested in these findings when they're looking at a range of different policy options and programs that aim to reduce the health and economic burden of chronic disease. And for all the, all the listeners out there, what we're hoping is, is that if everyone in Canada made small positive changes, this has the potential to save a lot of money. And these changes could be things like swapping out white bread for whole grain breads, um, substituting brown rice for white rice, uh, or adding a small amount of nuts and seeds into your day as well. So about a quarter cup or what would fit in the palm of your hand, that's a healthy amount of nuts and seeds to add. We don't want to add uh, too much uh, because they are higher in calories, but adding that small amount, it, it will have health benefits. So adding them on a salad or in some yogurt or that, that type of thing. And nut and seed butters as well, two tablespoons of those would also be um, have some health benefits too. Financial and health benefits. Jessica, thanks for telling us about your research. Thank you. Jessica Leifers, researcher with the School of Public Health at the University of Alberta.